is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. The Meat Improv! Hello and welcome to The Meat Improv with me, Josh Simpson. And me, Jake Jabour. The Meat Improv is the improv and storytelling podcast where we bring on comedian guests to tell true meaty stories from their lives. And then we do long-form improvisational comedy based on those stories, one right after the other. (laughs) (laughs) That's an important thing to know. We don't fucking dilly-dally. We don't do a bunch of scenes that we hope line up with stories that are told later. (laughs) Um... Uh, some business up top. We got a Patreon. We're mm-hmm. just going to get it out of the way. We got a Patreon. You can get an extra bonus episode where Jake and I talk shop every week. Yeah. Uh, talk shop being improv and comedy and that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And we take questions on our Discord channel, uh, which you can also get access to. Talk to people on our all across the globe. Yeah, we got, we got someone in Australia. Uh-huh. We got someone in Cincinnati. <laughs> Yeah. We got most people from Los Angeles. <laughs> we anyway. live with half of them. Can I ask a question during this section? Sure, go yeah. for it. I think it's helpful also. But um, Discord, you guys like that? And how often do you have to use it in part in parting with your... Uh, with the podcast? Yeah. Um, it's... It's almost, I I'm not really familiar with Discord and Slack and that kind of stuff. Oh, but okay. I, once I got it on my phone and like, y- you know, people have questions or people have compliments <laughs> no i mean it's not like maybe like it's, a, it's like yeah i'll get on there a few times a week and just like respond to people i'm always but looking for new easy. ways to connect with my readers and everything like that. i think that's a not a bad way to do it it's uh, uh it was suggested to me by a listener and i ah. guess it's like something that uh is big in like the gaming community especially mm-hmm. but also sort of like podcasts and that yeah, kind of thing. you just download it you don't have to sow the seeds of it what does that mean? So the seeds of Discord. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, let's introduce our guests. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, before we do that, <laughs> patreon.com slash improv. Mm-hmm. That's where you can get all that. Johnny will be on there making puns. Yep. Now he has to do it. Uh, so let's introduce our guests. We got three of them this week. Yeah. It's a jam-packed little table in the meat studios. <laughs> <a> charcuterie play. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, uh, I'm very excited to have them on. Uh, they host a brand new podcast called Goofballs, a football podcast. Um, uh, let's just introduce him in a row here. Kenny Arthur, oh, Allie hello. Phillips. Oops, I didn't even give you time. <laughs> Kenny oh, Arthur, sorry about that. <laughs> Allie Phillips. Hello. And Johnny Schwartzbein. Hey, everybody listening. How's it going? <laughs> hey, gang. They all answered, good, well, not too great. Stuck in traffic. <laughs> oh, He's really including us in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I was thrilled to see that you all had... Uh, a sports or a football podcast in particular, uh, just because I love football <laughs> and I love yeah. sports, and it honestly, like, I've been trying to sort of bridge that gap a little bit myself of like my finding a way to take my interest in sports and like uh, use I don't know, go make it go hand in hand with comedy. I feel like it's kind of it's kind of tricky. I don't know how you feel about that. Yeah, uh, uh, meaning like a lot of times when I'm like trying to listen to a sports podcast. Although I do listen to like Bill Simmons and like I kind of enjoy him and Cousin Sal and that kind of thing. Mm. Uh, do you think? I mean, Bill Simmons. Bill Simmons for me, it's just he hasn't made he never made that crossover from great writer to great like all around sports personality. Um, I sort of agree. I think I just like a lot of the stuff he likes. So yeah, like, I don't sure. think he was like great on his HBO show. I'm Didn't gonna apply for a job at the Ringer and be like. <laughs> 
<laughs> like <laughs> scrub my past. Uh, yeah, my um, old boss, uh, the guy who hired me at the current web- website for the Seahawks that I run called Field Goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, he left three years ago to be the main NFL writer for the Ringer. So, uh, Kevin his name Clark? is Danny Ke- Danny Kelly. He's one. Oh of yeah, the, he's on the fantasy. The yeah, no, I guess he's moved over fantasy. He wasn't a fantasy guy at all when he was with us. Uh-huh. Um, but that's where. That's definitely where you want to be, I think, in yes, terms of to the fantasy. Allie <laughs> Phillips, our resident fantasy football expert. Um, but yeah, that's he's the fantasy guy now, and it's at the ringer with Bill Simmons, and uh, mm-hmm. we have a really good uh, lineage at Field Goals. Uh, Doug Farrar of Sports Illustrated. Um, a couple of guys I've hired uh, were stolen away from the Athletic by oh. the Athletic. Uh, it's been a could run what is, is is the athletic just like they're just paying people yeah so the athletic is a, it's like a news service for sports uh, that is based in a bunch of cities and it was popping popping up more and more uh, and it's a subscription service people pay like 40 bucks a year uh-huh. to get to read the news articles from these particular writers and they pay the writers much better it's actually been a really because i'm doing this other research into um, how news will reach young audiences and still be profitable in the future. And the mm-hmm. athletic is actually kind of at the cutting edge ahead of a lot of other media companies, even though who knows, they could be defunct by the end of next year because mm-hmm. uh, it's experimental. But you know, they've poured in like a hundred million dollars of venture capital funding and all this kind of stuff to try and live off of the pay to read model. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, there's guys that took away actually the guy who, so Seattle's athletic popped up and I thought maybe I'm a candidate for this. Mm-hmm. And then they hired this guy who I know from the Seattle PI. And then he just poached a couple of my writers. What's the PI? Is that a Seattle private investigator? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, Seattle post intelligence. Oh, okay. Um, and then I, <laughs> we're not from Seattle. I was like, Steven, uh, Hey Steven. And did, I think you took my writers. Uh, any, you know, what about me? <laughs> uh, you didn't have any interest in stealing me away. And he was like, Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, I, you were right there. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Uh, but, um, yeah. So the athletic is a website and, uh, <laughs> I forget where I started. That's uh, all right. I was just talking about bridging comedy and sports. These I was are where all the edits come, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. I just think a lot of times when I listen to sports podcasts, I'm like, I'm not like a bar stool guy or someone that's trying to get like me neither. No. Yeah. Well, on, on goofball, we being weird and raucous. I also, sorry, I'm going to say oh, one thing. Good. I fucking hate Matthew Berry's TV show. Oh, <laughs> I'll just say that out loud. Is he a sponsor? I'm sorry. But no, I don't. There's just he brings in these shitty little puppets. He won't be now. <laughs> <laughs> he just brings in these shitty ass puppets. Well, he was like Matthew Berry. What he like wrote Crocodile Dundee two. Yeah, <laughs> and now he's the fantasy, oh my god. He's a screenwriter. <laughs> he wrote I'm back Cro- in. Crocodile Dundee two, and now he's like the main fantasy guy in the entire world. Uh, and yeah. it's interesting because it's like he does. He is this guy that came from comedy, I think, and now is like a fantasy guy. But he's not. I wouldn't call him funny. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even. It's not even close. Matthew Berry is not Uh, funny. Is not a hot take. Such a hot take. That is the mildest of low hanging fruit. (laughs) 
I just find it annoying because I'm just like, just tell me. <laughs> Why do I have to sit through these insufferable voices and uh-huh. whatever? I haven't, just speak I that, haven't seen know. this, but now I want to watch it. It's on ESPN Plus. Ah, uh, it yeah. comes with a Disney package. Wow. Yeah. Um, no, nah, but I was meditating one day. I've been meditating this year, and I just thought this season's coming up for football. I think I want to sit around with another couple comedians and talk about football every week just to have an excuse to do it. I didn't have any plans to go beyond that. It was just like, where can I talk about football with people that I like? And uh, and the first guy that popped up to mind was Johnny Schwarzbein for whatever reason. I have yeah. no idea. Uh, He's probably available. <laughs> um, <laughs> He'll put his baby <laughs> in a basket or something. I, don't I think know because, you know, he, we all... in the car. He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> the window's down. <laughs> oh, window's I down. I put That's on my podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then it was like, in my mind, I was like, it should be three people. And uh, and then we started talking about who else was potentially available and could be interesting. And Allie came in and and she's not left yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, goofballs. Great. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, this podcast, what, what do you think, Jake? You're not really a football guy, huh? <laughs> no, I'm not. This is all new He did play fantasy football in my league for two years and just allowed me to... basically me just throwing $20 <laughs> at Josh two years in a row. They're like, who can we sucker into losing some money? <laughs> Definitely me. <laughs> I think at one point I said to you, hey man, you don't have to do this or something. Yeah. <laughs> yes, if I want to play in the third year. And I was like, I don't know. And then I think he was like, you don't have to. And I was like, okay, oh. I'll keep my $20. <laughs> I tried to use it wow. to get into it, but I can't get into it. I'm in a $250 league. She's in Holy a $250 league. And I've gotten league. second two years in a row, third last year. And then this year, I'm already destroying. Like, I'm significantly getting more points. I always end up doing the best, and then I end up losing the championship by like .01. It's happened that. twice what a, in a row. Wait. 250 buy-in or total? Yeah, how many people? Holy shit, how much money? It's 10 people, so it's like the winner gets like over a thousand. Second place gets like uh, I don't. I think it's like six hundred, and then third gets your money back. So, is there any extra? I think there's like we do like some like side things every now and then, but we did those as like extras last year. So I, I don't see. Really know. I'm in a league that pays out to the highest points every week, and I love it. Oh, wow. I wish I was in that league because I would destroy. <laughs> it. <laughs> what would you guys prefer? Because sometimes if it's like let's say in that we have a twenty five hundred dollar pool, sometimes I'm just like give first place twenty three hundred. Like I want the big one, like no. Well, I'm not going to say that because I always get second. Because <laughs> yeah, if you put together a good team that has a great regular season and then you it's a crap shoot lose for it. it's all like you're almost shoot. guaranteed final four if you have a like a really good yeah solid team yeah so i would i, I wouldn't want to get screwed for having a great season because uh give someone who got lucky two weeks in a row right yeah and it's hey, an auction football. league, where, and it's a two keeper league. I prefer auctions so much more than snake because you can auto draft a snake league and win, but like there's way more strategy yeah. with an auction because people panic when they have to like pay for players. And then once you're in that, like we're, we have a two keeper league, so like it's and you can keep someone for up to like five years. So it's like, <laughs> that would be so neurotic. Five years, yeah. yeah, five years is a long <laughs> time. So that would almost make me draft. So I got Michael Thomas for a dollar. Like three years ago. And what'd you keep him for? A dollar. Oh, I bought him for a dollar. No, it doesn't go up. Oh, mine always goes up five bucks. Ours and doesn't you... go up. So like I had Freeman for $2 and Michael Thomas for a dollar for like two years in a row. 
So then I had, and it was 250 to like do your league. So I was just like starting with two starting players. And then I was like, cool, I can get like Julio Jones and (laughs) like my stacked team, Todd Gurley, like everyone. (laughs) I know that maybe the meat listeners are like, what is happening right now? (laughs) But I love this shit. I will say I was just moving my stuff today. Uh, Not moving my stuff, but so I'm moving in. I think I've mentioned that maybe every week for the last four weeks mm-hmm. on this podcast. Uh, but we're finally in the stage of like putting art up on the walls. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have this fucking, this is going to sound like a brag. I promise you follow me here. It is not. I have this like uh, certificate. Uh, when I worked at Conan, they like won a technical Emmy, which I think just happened this weekend. Like the O'Brien. not on TV. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i worked for his website team coco and we did this thing called the team coco sync app and all i would do with it once in a while was go on there and literally thoughtlessly put on like just like jokes or like a pun or like a, i'd have it was like whatever but i got technically an emmy <laughs> like, and i just i was given i could have paid for the trophy but like the company paid for everyone to get a plaque and i'm just looking at this fucking plaque and i'm like I don't like it, it's not a trophy, so it's not cool. You know that there's no association to like some making a huge movie and putting in your life's work and all that. Yeah, and I also like I said to I said to Lanny, I was like, I worked harder on fantasy football drafts yeah. <laughs> than I have to earn whatever this fucking plaque is. <laughs> that I just don't know how to. You got a Marie Kondo. Does it have value to you? Does it spark joy? It sparks. Nothing, but it is proof that I guess I was honored by the Emmys. So you need to get an office just so you can put this in the office. Yeah, but even then I would <laughs> but look even at then it and I'd be would like, "Come in and be like, oh, what's this for?" And then you'd feel guilty saying anything. It's a other conversation starter. It's nothing. Yeah, it's literally. All nothing. right, well, donate it to your doctor's office or whatever. And then you're like, when you walk in, when you walk in, like that's me. <laughs> Yeah, it's maybe like, I should you know put up like a laundry get their mat. in the laundromat. <laughs> yeah. You can donate it to a laundromat doctor's office. I once had the idea. This is totally a laundromat and doctor's office is so different. Nobody is like. <laughs> <laughs> can I hang my photo up here so people know this is where I go to get <laughs> checked out? <laughs> I mean, they're kind of the same. <laughs> my doctor always takes me to the cleaners. Oh, oh no. <laughs> How, it's expensive, health, you know, the healthcare system. Uh, don't get me started on, you know, healthcare in this country. What is <laughs> For the listener, hey. Johnny just stood up, grabbed his microphone, and put on a blazer. <laughs> Uh, yes. Hello. Hi. Um, sorry, I don't have an appointment or anything. Um, I uh, I just was going through the old garage and I had a couple knickknacks, wards, trophies, that kind of thing. Are you have any interest? Can I, can, do you mind if I put these around here? And you're my GP, so I figured. Yeah, yeah. You might be proud of the Derek, stuff that your Derek, patients right? have done. I got a second prize, a U nine soccer. Uh, the uh, Sheboygan Classic. Okay. okay. Here, uh, do you mind if I? I'll just get rid of these flyers. No, don't. Oh, I hate those flyers. <laughs> the, the, those, those pamphlets have important information. This, honestly, those pamphlets have always bummed me out when I come in here. I read these and I'm like, ooh, that sounds like I might have some of that. And I'd put, I'd so much prefer. <laughs> Just put up a trophy. Why? Why would I even want this in my office? Because it looks 
cool. It shows the other patients like, wow, achievers come here. Uh, no, this is a slippery I, slope. You bring in one thing, you put it on the shelf. I'm going to have everyone else coming into this office and putting whatever knickknacks they want on the shelf. We can put whatever we want on the shelf. No, no. Oh, <laughs> okay. oh, the waiting room. I know me. this oh. is wild, but and I'm waiting to get tested today. Uh, but uh, I, in my car, I have a a trophy from Battle of the Bands in seventh grade that I won. You were in Battle of the Bands in seventh grade. Uh, I thought yeah. that was like a high, high school. Uh, wow, was, sounds like an achiever. No, no, no. Yes. I don't I want no. I don't want a middle school battle of the bands. It sounds like you're interested in my story. Here, I'll go How? grab it. I'm, you I'm can, not. You can I'm, put it next to his on the wall. It, it'll complement each other very well. I think that's a great idea. No, put this not, into a room. Everyone's. I hate to ask. What are you getting tested for? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is very rude. What am I not being tested for? Same. <laughs> Honestly, I just get the blood test. Uh, a lot of times they'll give me the results. Like, la la la. I just live with it. Look, so. yeah, just it's so just both something of you, about getting it done. Yeah, both of you are getting the sampler today. You're getting the sampler. sampler? I'm not getting anything. The sampler. I'm just, that sounds like a chili dish. Don't you rope me in oh, you're again? Not, you're not even here for an appointment. I thought no, you were here for I an came in three months ago. I just wanted to stop by and drop off. You some know, of my you should stuff. get tested every, every three, three months. months. <laughs> every That's three months. Well, it depends. What are you doing with your life? Oh. Lots. Lots. <laughs> then then uh, you should definitely be getting tested every three months. Well, you know, I'm just, yeah, 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 I definitely should. I should be getting <laughs> tested every three months. It's not like I was just kicking around this weekend Dang. looking for an old Zenith TV in the garage. And enough, I came across- enough, enough, enough. The only thing I want in here is medical stuff. I want I want my degree. Doctor, doctor. On the wall. Yes? Um, I just wanted to bring in your flight of uh, tests. Uh, it's a flight. Yes, uh, I see the wooden board with <laughs> It's so what board tests with all that. on it? Yes. Um, so I just want to make sure you're prepared. Like you'd said, I heard you yelling about the needing your items. Um, I also want to let you know my sons just started doing crew. Uh, oh, the boat sport? The boat That's sport. That's a tough sport. <laughs> it's tough. But even though it's tough, they just finished in the top 25 locally. <laughs> and Whoa, wow. Okay. I've, I've got a, uh, a plaque here uh, with that I made. And I'd like, what do you think? You, it's fine. Not for my office. You're don't maybe, don't put your your. That's such an underachievement too. The top twenty five local crew. Whoa! Uh, wow! Oh, I'm Kaden sorry. I'm, I'm sorry if I'm a little bit of elitist when it comes to uh, accomplishments. Okay, not everyone can graduate from medical school at San Diego State University like me. Okay. Oh, hey, I have a CPR certificate. You said medical stuff, right? I. <laughs> That's medical. <laughs> That's medical. It's medical and it has a certificate. No. Doctor, I'm afraid I, they're right. Fine. Fine. You know what? Just so I can go with on all of my appointments for today, put all your shit put all your shit wherever you want it. We cut to a week later. Oh, uh, there's so much shit here. <laughs> <laughs> I have I tested positive for syphilis? Yes, unfortunately, uh that was the 15th of the uh 17 test sampler that we gave you and you unfortunately do have syphilis do you have a pamphlet for me or anything uh let me uh let me see <laughs> okay well it's not a video well, it's under the under 19 trophy no that's where the pamphlets used to be okay just let me hold, hold hey let how me much get- for this old tv antenna <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> 
I'm just walking by this yard sale. How much for this? This old is not deal? a yard sale. <laughs> this is my this is my private medical Hagel practice. Him, okay, haggle him down. This don't ask. Offer and just, you gotta throw in a test. Uh, okay, I, if you if you take that and any other thing in this office, uh-huh. I will give you a free hepatitis C test. <gasps> Well, we already have that. Yeah, we already have that. The test or the, <laughs> the hepatitis? The hepatitis. Uh, are you sure it's C and not like B? <laughs> we cut to another week later. Uh, what happened to the antenna I gave you? What? <laughs> <laughs> it was on the wall last week. I, g- I gave it away. You gave that. I that I earned that in a TV making contest. What the fuck are you talking about? You you earned you it as a trophy. You gave it to a stranger. A TV making contest. God, you know what? I'm gonna write a bad Yelp review about how this is a bad doctor's oven. No, don't you not a Yelp review, <laughs> please. We got to a TV writers' room. Um, <clears throat> Wow. Uh, I guess I was not clear. I said we're going to make some TV. Uh-huh. Uh, and oh. Allison came in with what appears to be a television. I'm sorry. I was under the impression when you said make a TV. I said go- make TV. Yes, and I made TV. Uh, what? I don't understand. You got it totally wrong, okay? You got to write TV. Here's this piece of paper that says TV. Oh, no, God. it's me and Mario. You got to make out a TV. <laughs> Okay, I got a pitch on that. Uh, I like it. I like what everyone's bringing to the table so far. Um, maybe we make a TV with TV on it. Mario stands by it. Let's <laughs> Sorry, go. I'm new to the room. I just trying to. <laughs> yeah, I'm willing to work as a team and do that. Great. Do what? Exactly what you just said. Make a TV and write TV on it, and, then and Mario is by the Let side. Me. Oh God, this is my first day as a writer's assistant, oh and I'm just. <laughs> it's so cool to be Boy. in the showbiz. It's <laughs> cut to two weeks later. Well, we won an Emmy. <laughs> hey, you should put that on your wall. <laughs> the Stephen Colbert Show wins again. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into the meat part of the podcast. This is where the guests tell true meaty stories from their lives. Uh, Kenny, you got... You got one, you said. Uh, it's got on one. brand. Let's <laughs> it's on well, it's on brand, and it's a foot. It has a lot to do with football, um, but I want to connect it to something maybe more relatable. This is the only time I ever saw my dad cry. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, I don't think I ever have. Go ahead. It's something. Everybody seen their dad cry? Oh, yes, yeah. at a funeral. At a funeral. I mean, yeah, that's one. <laughs> that's more people cry. Close. Yeah, that's like sense. high up on the Family Feud, like where. People uh-huh. cry, kind of. I I never expected it. He's a very stoic man, and um, and uh, yeah. But I'll just that's the end of a very long story, and I'll try to truncate the bit in the middle of it. But uh, in 2014, um, I was blogging uh, for this the website I said earlier, Field Goals, and just so people know, gulls. Yeah, there you go. Field, uh, field goals, geez. like seagulls. Uh, another <laughs> pun. Oh, that it's makes sense. Good, I yeah. was like, why is the <laughs> Why did Seattle get the field goals? Uh, 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 There's a lot of kicking. Do you want to play again, Josh? Uh, 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 <laughs> you want me to give you $20? Uh, 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 get him in your team again. <laughs> um, and I was reading a lot and very lucky to get this opportunity with Rolling Stone. And when I got this opportunity with Rolling Stone, um, I quit my job. I was working in IT. And I was like, even though the opportunity at Rolling Stone was freelance, they were paying me 100 or $150 an article. And, I, and at any point, they could just stop. But I quit my job and I said, I'll figure it out. 
Um, and immediately was like, well, what can I do now that I write for Rolling Stone? Because that seems like a pretty good credential. Maybe I can do cool things now. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it helped me get into the door at the AV club. Um, it helped like take my freelance writing career off to a thing where I actually could make a living. Um, but I also wanted to have experiences cause I, I really value experiences above money. Mm-hmm. Um, and I lost a lot of money doing this, but <laughs> <laughs> being a freelancer, I've lost a lot of money and I immediately chucked a bunch of it at a road trip. Like I wanted to go to an NFL game and get a press pass because now I'm an NFL writer for Rolling Stone. Mm-hmm. So I started hitting up the NFL NFL teams and asking them if I could go cover their games. Uh, and I started with the San Diego Chargers because they were right down the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they said no. <laughs> and then I went to the Arizona Cardinals because they were next closest and they said no. And then I went to the Dallas Cowboys, even though they were in Dallas, and they said yes. So the game was against the New Orleans Saints in 2014. Can I pause for a second? Please. Why do you think they said yes and everyone else said no? You know, I think I don't, I don't remember how my approach was. was. It's a big stadium. There's a lot of room. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. I thought you were going to dig on the Cowboys for another person. Um, Yeah, you know, it was just sort of luck of the draw. I just struck out the first two times, but after that, I I didn't. I don't remember striking out again. Did you improve your pitch at all? Probably a little bit. You know, in the beginning, this whole freelancing thing is so confusing because there is no. I just started doing it. There was no school. It was just like you're a writer now. And I, and because of that, like pitching to outlets, uh, where I'm trying to get work or pitching to agents and managers or pitching to, to folks of note, it's all just me trying to figure it out as I go. No, I've never had a teacher or mentor or anything like that. What did you write about? Did you write about just like what happened during the game or did you have like opinions? Uh, <laughs> I had opinions. Yeah. I wasn't writing recaps, but I mean, and, and within that, there were some recaps <laughs> and in my opinions, uh, but it was all, even then I didn't know what I was doing. I just said like, Hey, I'm with Rolling Stone. Can I come to your game and cover it? And they said, sure. And I told Rolling Stone and they were like, okay, I mean, yeah, you can go there. We're not paying you or anything like that. And <laughs> so I was like, I can either fly or I can drive. Uh, and I was like, well, this is all an experience and it was well. So I was like, I'll drive to Dallas from LA. That's a bad drive. <laughs> I've done LA to El Paso a bunch and that's, yeah. that's rough, but yeah. going another, oof. it's, <laughs> we took a train that way. Yeah. I've also driven that. Yeah. Did you have fun? I did. <laughs> you know, I think that's his story, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Sorry. <laughs> No, 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 it's, uh, that's just the beginning of the story, but uh, that's why I'm going to try and truncate the middle. Okay. Um, but I decided I'll drive and I'll figure it out and I'll come back. So I didn't even leave thinking that I was going to be gone for very long. So, uh, I remember like the trash was out. Like I was like, I'll be gone for a couple of days or something. And I, I drove, I stopped in Arizona. I spent the night in one of those college towns. Uh, and then I drove the, the entire next day to get to Dallas. Uh, and I do kind of like, I'm a very solitary person and I did have a good time just being alone for hours on end. <laughs> I and, know the feeling. <laughs> yeah. And it, there was a certain amount of growth because every time these long trips, I was like, Oh man, if, if anyone ever is ever like, do you want to drive? It's six hours. It's kind of long. I'm like, six hours is nothing, <laughs> you know? Uh, so I got to Dallas, but you know, yada, yada, yada. At the end of the game, I'll say, when I was at the Cowboys game, they beat the Saints. It was a big win for them. 
and uh, <laughs> and I beat, they beat the Saints. And I didn't know what to do next. I was in the press box at one point. This is how I learned one thing. I was in the press box at one point. Uh, Demarco Murray, the running back for the Cowboys, lit, broke off a big run, and it was exciting. Mm-hmm. Just I don't care about the Cowboys. I don't care about Demarco Murray. But it was just what an exciting play. And I was and I said, go go oh. And the press box, people were like, what are you doing? (laughs) There is no cheering in the press box. And I was like, oh, I don't have any affiliation. I don't care. I don't care about these guys. That was just exciting. Um, And I get in trouble. No, I mean, it was just like. Side you showed emotion revoked your uh-huh. press pass is revoked uh-huh <laughs> and uh it was really cool though you know cowboys had a really nice free spread of food for the press what was in the spread man uh it was I, I forget exactly but it was like a very this is so much different as i'll cut ahead i went to seven more stadiums after this uh and every experience was similar but different and the cowboys probably had the best or second best food spread. The Jaguars was like chicken strips out of uh, frozen chicken strips. <laughs> <laughs> that was serious. And I that, bet. They were probably like, you can go to the pool. Don't they, have, don't they, have a they pool? had a hot tub and a DJ and stuff, which was brand new at that time. Uh-huh. And I walked around that and it was like a very cool like party atmosphere. And I'm just like, and they were playing the Steelers. And I remember it was like 70% Steeler jerseys. And everyone that was at the game was like, woo like not watching at all. There was like a guy who came in on one of those parachutes <laughs> and like the Jaguars at the Jaguars game. It didn't matter what the score was because people were just there to party and the Jaguars were losing anyway. Uh-huh. So, uh, that was that experience. I, I went, but after the, the Cowboys game, I didn't know what to do. So I went down to the locker room, uh, to, in, to get into the locker room. I was so I was scared shitless, obviously, cause uh-huh. I'd never been around NFL players and now I'm going to the Dallas Cowboys locker room and I'm walking down there and I don't know who to follow and I don't know anyone in the press. And I, I just start going down a hallway and suddenly I'm going down this hallway and it's just me and Tony Romo <laughs> and I'm walking and Tony Romo passes me and he smiles and he goes like, what's up? And I uh, just went into the train. Did he throw you his towel. <laughs> Very close. And you share you know? a Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> And I get past Tony Romo uh, and I get into the Dallas Cowboys locker room and I realize it's just the Dallas Cowboys and me. And I have gone gone the wrong way. And we were not supposed to be let into the locker room yet. So I have just, that's why I bypassed Tony Romo and I'm just looking around and it's like Des Bryant and everybody. And I'm just like, Oh my God, whoops. And I'm like standing in the back, just kind of like waiting. And then they let the press in and all the press comes in. (laughs) Did anyone say anything to you? No, no. They were just like all in their own heads after this win, you know, they don't Uh care. Um, and I'm just so scared and the media comes in and I'm just trying to like watch them and see how they do it. And there'd be like a crowd around one guy and a crowd and then they just go crowd around it guy by guy by guy. And then sometimes a straggler or whatever, you just go off and you'd be like, well, this is my opportunity to, to go interview, you know, uh, like Tyron Smith, the left tackle, uh-huh. because nobody's talking to him right now, maybe. And, um, so, I kind of, I kind of just like meekly went up to, I think one of the offensive linemen or something was like, what did you, how's the game? Or something. <laughs> uh, and I, I was just very scared and I, I was like, I have nothing. And then at the end of it, when pretty much all the press is gone, I see Des Bryant and I just go up to Des Bryant and I'm like, Hey man, I'm with the Rolling Stone. Can I interview? And he puts his arms around me. This guy, he's wearing a towel only. And he puts his arm around me and he's like, love to interview with Rolling Stone. And I'm just like, 
this is such a good credit. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's the only, it's so much more unique than anything else. Uh-huh. And a lot of these guys have grown up thinking Rolling Stone is cool uh-huh. or whatever. It is. <laughs> it yeah. is for, yeah. So, uh, I got some quotes from him. I wrote to, I wrote an article in the, uh, in the press box, you know, just cause you have to turn these things around really quickly. Um, and that was like my first article doing that. And then when I was over, I was like, I can either go home or my brother just moved to Florida. I'll move, I'll, I'll drive to Florida. And that's when I was like, I'm not going home. I'm going to keep doing this. And I went to Florida where, and I, and I emailed the Jags and I got to the Jags game and then I went to Washington DC where my sister lives and she was out of town. So I stayed at her place and I went to the Washington game when the Seahawks were there on a Monday night football. I drove up to Buffalo and then back down to Washington in a single day. It took like 20 hours Whoa. to go see the bills game, but it was a really fun experience. I met Len Pascarelli or uh, Sal Palantonio uh, and, and just kind of this guy who's is he the a, big guy on the sideline. No, he's the Eagles uh, yeah. guy on ESPN. Yeah. He's a very well-known NFL writer and, broadcaster and stuff like that Sal Palantonio and it was just interesting because they were playing the Patriots and I just went up to him and was like hey you don't know me but can I talk to you about can I get some advice from you for how to do this and he was gracious enough to do that um Bears Broncos back to LA and then eventually I went up to Seattle when they were playing the Vikings and I went to go see my dad and (laughs) you know that was when this whole journey i would have never gone to seattle if it wasn't for this whole journey and i i ended up going back to seattle to see my dad and i didn't see my dad in a long time my dad left when i was three you know not not like he abandoned us he paid child support and i saw him once a year maybe or something like that Mm -hmm. um but we never had this good connection uh and he was diagnosed with cancer maybe like 12 years ago uh and i never really asked him how he's doing and i never really connect with him on these kinds of things, uh, because he wasn't really there for me. And, uh, when I went up to go see him, his wife wasn't there because she was mad at me for something I had said on Facebook about him, but I was making a joke. It was just kind of a flippant joke about not having a dad. Uh And it it didn't mean anything to me, but you don't, you know, obviously it means something to other people, especially parents. I've learned that. (laughs) Yeah. I've learned, I've learned that the family takes Facebook very seriously. Absolutely. I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I was just doing dick jokes over here. (laughs) A hundred percent. It's yeah. This is how everyone sees you now. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. No, no, it's good uh, to say because uh, yeah, she was really mad at me. And and then he was like, you know, she doesn't like the way that, you know, you said that stuff on Facebook and honestly, she doesn't know if she wants to see you. And and, uh, I was like, (laughs) you'd be like, well, that's kind of been the story. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I, I just said, you know, like, yeah, it was like, Hey, you know, what do you want me to say? I don't ask you about all this kind of stuff because you didn't go to my high school graduation. You didn't go to my college graduation. You didn't, you weren't there for any of my birthdays. You don't care about any of this kind of stuff. And, uh, and by the way, I don't know why or how, but if my dad ever heard this, we have a good relationship now. Uh-huh. Uh, so dad, I apologize, but this is the truth. Um, and, uh, I was like, yeah, well, the truth is, you know, I don't really have any need to ask you about that kind of stuff. Cause you were never there for me. And then he started crying and I started crying. And that was like the only time we've ever had kind of a touching moment. And we kind of made up. And like I said, uh, have had a better relationship since then. Um, but that was kind of the last stop in that journey through the NFL. And he beat the cancer or he's, yeah, he, uh, well, yeah, he's, 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 uh, as healthy now, you know, I, I don't think the cancer will ever go away, but yeah, he's healthy. Okay. Yeah. So, cool. um, 
that was uh so yeah he's he's good now <laughs> he turns 80 next year wow oh that's a <laughs> that's a yeah that's great um so that was 12 years ago that you started doing that no uh he uh, had he was diagnosed like 12 years ago oh, okay it was 2014 so it was six years I ago see. You said, yeah okay you said that i just had to get it in my head no yeah good uh stuff so that was also like I don't go to games anymore. That was the only time I ever did it. It would cost, like I said, it cost me thousands of dollars to drive around and and do all that <laughs> kind of stuff. But it was worth it. I'll never, I'll die ha- being happy that I had that experience. Um, that's great. I've fantasized about awesome, doing yeah. stuff like that. Um, what was your favorite? So, what was your, what was like, uh, what was the Bills like? The I feel like the Bills are, <laughs> have like a reputation for like. Like, I don't know, doing wrestling moves off the top of camper vans and like oh. doing shots down butt cracks. And you know, like, did you tailgate at all? Or did I didn't you do a that? shot off of anyone's butt crack. I literally <laughs> saw that video. Like someone poured oh. a beer down a butt crack and someone drank it. <laughs> the Bills game. I'm not kidding. I'm not making this up. I know you're not. Is it, have you not heard that? That Bills fans are like. I mean, you're you're a Philly fan, so you're. I mean, aren't all you guys fans, eat turds? Yeah, all fans are the worst, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Even <laughs> even the Jaguars fans, who are probably like the mildest fans, they suck because they don't care. Uh huh. So I mean, everybody. Yeah, everybody's. I don't have a bias for my fans of the Seahawks. You know, because I write about the Seahawks, so I consider. I'm just like, oh, the fans that I'm closest aligned with Seattle. I don't have anything there. I think every fan base is equally bad and good. I um, wasn't shitty. <laughs> Am I really alone in saying I've never that seen the, that? Like no, but I'm the, saying the Bills actually. But well, I will say this about the Bills: I, I was, <laughs> I, I I was in Washington D.C. I got permission to go to the Bills game. I really want it was Bills Patriots. I it was just I wanted to go, but it was an eight hour drive. Yeah, so I had to get up at four in the morning in Washington D.C. The game was at one Eastern, uh, obviously, and I had to get up at four in the morning, make this eight hour drive. Uh, it was really beautiful. The second four hours of it, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. all that Northern New York type stuff and got to Buffalo and it was just, it was, there was some snow on the ground and it was really cool. Cause it's the only, it was like a very much a college atmosphere because it's Buffalo yeah. and it's an NFL team. And you're just like, what the fuck is this NFL team doing in the middle of this tiny town? <laughs> and everyone's walking to the game. I go to the stadium it was a raucous environment for a shitty team. Uh, honestly, I would never, ever, ever, ever want to go back. But what a <laughs> nice environment for them. Yeah. Uh, it was <laughs> It was really fun. They lost, uh, but they were very excited. It was the closest, closer game than people expected. Uh, I, and I had a decision to make. Do I go to the Patriots locker room, which is going to be popular, or do I go to the Bills locker room and write a story about sort of the bills and I decided to go to the bills locker room a uh, huge mistake nothing happened in there mm-hmm. uh, Patriots I think there was a huge story going on in the Patriots locker room that I missed I can't remember what it was but I missed it and and I only remember in Buffalo that Mario Williams uh, who is a defensive end he former number one overall pick for the bills he was picked by the Texans but then he was on the bills a hugest human being I've ever seen in my life like <laughs> literally like Game of Thrones. He could have been on the Game of Thrones. It was weird to be that close to a a naked man with that many muscles. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Um, 
Okay, I'm sorry, Bills fans. I feel like I just <laughs> I go on the internet and I've you're known to be crazy fans. I feel like it's a badge of pride. I didn't mean to insult you. I, can I just ask what led you to watch a video of a guy pouring a shot down a butt crack? <laughs> uh, probably something. Probably something on Reddit or something like. I'm sure it had something to do with like. I, watch I, this awful video. I, like I think I know the video you're talking about. Is this is that the one that's called uh, like butt chug fail that just has like it has ten people in it and one person is wearing a Buffalo Bills hat? What I have seen the butt chug. Yeah, I you might have just assumed that the one person with the hat is all fans. Your video is weirder than mine. <laughs> I feel my like- video is like a drunk chick. <laughs> like or someone like pouring a pouring it down the back and just like kind of like in the butt crack is just drinking the beer out of the Ugh. butt crack. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> yuck. Why? Because we're the fucking bills. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, as a yeah, whatever. No shade, Bills. I'm a Packer fan. We have a smaller town than you. I'll say quickly, you know, like, so the, the fan bases that I saw were the Cowboys, the Jaguars, the Washington, uh, the Bills, the Bears, the Broncos, and the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. And the Bears were the worst by a million? The Bears were one of the worst stadiums I've ever been in, for sure. Great. Soldier Field is awful. Music to my ears. And, like, really bad food and, like, really compact what quarters. What did they have? Uh, it was just, like... Um, continental breakfast type stuff. Yeah. <laughs> really? It was that like pathetic. waffles and shit. Yeah, it was just like <laughs> little. Yeah, you got up in there. It was you know some places are like, look, you're fed, and some places are like, oh, you're Here, the enjoy press the box. experience. <laughs> yeah, press box. You go to the counter. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> okay, I'm following you better. Yep. Broncos, great home crowd. Broncos was so loud. One of the best stadiums and one of the best. I, when I drove all around the country. Colorado was the place where I was like, I could live here. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people have said that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it rules. It rules. <laughs> to Jake's room. Uh, so Broncos were one of the best. Bears, one of the worst. Uh, Bills, one of the like best fans and like a nice experience, but just like a crazy place. I got wings from the place where they invented wings. They say uh, it was fine. It was good, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Washington, terrible, terrible field, terrible fans, terrible stadium. They're called the Redskins. <laughs> you say it. You said it, buddy. I didn't. Um, Jaguars, very fun outdoors. More Steelers fans than Jaguars fans. Uh, and Cowboys. I was just kind of taken in by the moment. Oh, uh, we we cut to the Cowboys locker room where everyone. Uh, has is being interviewed except one lonely offensive lineman, uh, and we see a uh, a meek reporter uh, shuffle up to uh, the offensive line. Um, uh, um excuse me, Mr. Smith. Hmm? Oh, hi, Mr. Smith. Uh, I hello. Help. Um, <laughs> hi. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't help notice that you're not being interviewed. I was wondering if I could interview you for what? Uh, it's it's Rolling Stone. Oh my god! Oh, but this is, just to let you know, it's my first interview, but. That's fine. Give me your hand. Come on. Let's go. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Keep up. Okay. Okay. Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> Where are you? What? Come on. Let's go. Where are we doing this? What? I was just going to. They go inside of a little closet. 
Click. I was just going to interview you in front of your locker. Oh, well. Okay, yeah, yeah, we're in here. <laughs> so, um, first question. Um, yes. How how was it? Oh my god! Great question. Awesome. Really? <laughs> yeah. So awesome. Okay. How was it? <laughs> the game. Great. It was awesome. Okay. Uh, uh, Follow up so, question. Yeah. Second. Um. Uh, do Do your feet hurt after the game? All do the my running? feet hurt? You ran so much. <laughs> I'm a sorry. janitor walks by and locks the closet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Are we locked in? Cut to hours later. <laughs> so uh, the the tape. Next question. The tape. <laughs> the tape on your shoes and ankles. What's that for? Support. Okay. Uh, the game the next day, and they're still in the closet interviewing. <laughs> the, the, hey, anyone seen Smith? <laughs> I have no idea, but he's got to get on the line soon. <laughs> yeah, he just does the. He plays guard during punts. It's no big deal. <laughs> we got back to the closet. I'm going to miss that game. <laughs> Is there enough room to wear a headband under your helmet? <laughs> no. <laughs> and your helmet, how, how does that feel? We cut to the uh, press conference uh, after the game. Yeah, well, uh, the big problem there was on the punt. Um <laughs> That d- defensive tackle just came straight through the guard spot where Smith would have been. Don't know where he is. Uh, coach, coach, I have a question. <laughs> yes. Has, has anyone seen my twin brother? <laughs> I haven't seen him in two days. <laughs> What's your name, son? I don't, uh, I haven't seen you. Mort- my name's Morton. Okay. Morton Biggingham. <laughs> do you have a question about the game, Morton? Yeah, I do. How was it? Awesome. We see we go down the line of coaches at the press conference table <laughs> to a guy who co- coaches the guards for punts. <laughs> I'll talk to I'll talk to you. Okay. So I've been missing my guy too. Maybe we can put our heads together and figure it out. He grabs him by the hand. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I know a great room where they they keep the biscuits. <laughs> go into a closet. Go ahead. This should Caterer be good. Comes by and locks the door. <laughs> well, at least we got biscuits. Uh, we cut to the uh, Cowboys Stadium. Uh, the year is uh, 2023, uh, and a crew is going through the stadium, cle- uh, the last stages of clearing out before demolition. Uh, and a, a crewman opens up a small closet, and four skeletons fall out. <laughs> oh my god. Holy moly. And I thought the worst thing was that the NFL <laughs> shut down this year. Yeah, I did too. I guess one of the, this looks like, this what definitely looks like that? guard bones. <laughs> <laughs> These are guard bones, and this that's a like journalist work. bones. And How did this those are their two- little <laughs> baby bones. <laughs> hey, uh, is that a. Is that bar still taken next to you at the bar? Wow, no. Go ahead. Okay, great. Um, How how are those nachos? (laughs) Hmm? How are the nachos here? Uh, They're fine, just like bar nachos. Okay. Um, God, I'm a little nervous. It's the only spot open here, but man, you're not going to... I saw you wearing a Bill's hat. You're not going to try to... Ask me to do don't 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 don't. (laughs) please don't do that. Okay. Ah, God, every day (laughs) Bill's hat makes me a fucking pariah. 
No, I wouldn't ask you if I could pour a beer down your butt crack and drink it. You'd pour the beer down my butt crack, <laughs> and then you'd drink it. Good God. I'm going to just get... I'll stand. No, you can I'll sit here. I'm going to stand you know by the bathroom. Oh, what? Who's your team, huh? Any team but the Bills. <laughs> wow. Then get out of Buffalo. <laughs> can I get you a drink? Uh, yeah, I'll take a, a whiskey. Whiskey? Uh, any preference? Uh, just well. Okay. Uh, you, uh, Bills fan, you want, how do you want this? <laughs> you want the booze poured down my butt? Oh my God. Um, I'm not quite that drunk yet. Um, I'll tell you what, uh, give me a little makers, ginger beer, swirl it with your dick and then just hand it to me. <laughs> Ew. Oh, it, I'm sorry. I don't want ass at 11 a.m., okay? I'm not in the mood for the taste Why of a man. Why can't you just have a drink like a normal person? You went on the rocks What do you mean like eat? a normal person? <laughs> you ever been to Buffalo? We stir the we stir the drinks with our dicks. We you want on the rocks or neat? Huh? On the rocks or neat? <laughs> Good God, you have a lot of questions. Uh, I don't... <laughs> by on the rocks, do you mean should I put your... Do you want me to... Do, I don't want you to put your balls in the drink. I want it neat. That's all I wanted. Can Jesus. I ask a question before I eat any more of these nachos? Yeah. What did you guys... These are mine, by the way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what do you guys do to these in the kitchen? With the nachos? Yeah. We rub, a, uh, we rub them tip to tape. <laughs> <laughs> Each chip. Each, each chip. chip. Uh, yeah. I don't need to know how the sausage is made here, all right? So this isn't even queso, is it? No, it's not queso. Is it and it's authentic. It quit ruining my meal, is all right? We, we cut to the kitchen. Uh, I'm warning you now, boss. Uh, these nachos are going to taste extra oniony this today. Just go tip to taint. All right. I just I showered last night and not this morning, so. Oh, what are you doing to last night? We're bills Hey, what are you doing? Put on some gloves if you're going to handle those. <laughs> Why? Because the sign on the wall. You know what? The health inspector coming in and seeing you. Without health gloves? inspector. Oh, boy. Oh, God. Boy. Quick, shove those chicken oh, wings up my ass. <laughs> I don't want the health inspector to get all weird about it. Oh, but those are the ones with the bones. <laughs> <laughs> the city doesn't care. They need to make sure we're doing it buffalo style. Suck them in. Suck them in. All right. Everything looks pretty clean by the sink area. Uh, Mr. Carmichael, a pleasure to see <laughs> oh, you as always. Oh, pleasure to see you as well. Oh, God. Okay. Did you clean the sink, you stupid son of a bitch? What is this This um, what is, what is this oozing in the sink? It's oh. soap. <laughs> uh, uh, that's nothing. It's nothing. Uh, probably just some cum. <laughs> Uh, it's better become. It could be. <laughs> yeah, I think I was just uh, uh, yeah, yeah, coming. I think you guys are coming. Yeah, we all came. This looks like soap. No, no I no, have no, to no, write no, you up. If, if, if it was soap, would I drink it? Yeah. Let me see you drink all of Lick it out of the sea. Oh, of course. Go Bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. To an employee meeting. <laughs> well... We got a C minus, you ding dongs. So now I got to take you through a whole health inspection they presentation. Saw, they saw a clean pot. Look, I know. It was just one we recently bought. We didn't have time to they come saw, it up. They saw a clean pot and you I'm tried. Sorry, to... I jacked off too many times that morning. Yeah. Yeah, Travis. I need you to think about that. If you're working a double, space out your jerking. Well, I had to now make I... breakfast for my family. <laughs> Look, we've all got lives, okay? To this guy's house. 
Um, wh- wh- where's breakfast today? I ha- I have to get to work today, guys. I'm sorry. Oh, stop jacking off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> Dad, come on. Put the pancakes under, <laughs> under your the, balls. Yeah, t- t- I can't. I gotta save my taint juice. Uh, I'm not gonna make it. Quit to, your job. Sorry. I'm not gonna make it to lunch unless I have something. Can you just shit? <laughs> Can I eat your shit at least? Oh God! Don't make me bring lunchables to school again. There, no one wants to trade. We can't do that kid at school with lunchables. Oh man! <laughs> no, I swear it's not meat. It's shit. Well, this is my peanut butter and pube sandwich. <laughs> That's no. dog hair, and we all it know it. It's not dog hair. <laughs> it's dog hair. It's pubes. That's dog hair. That's dog hair. That's from your curly poodle. <laughs> Quit Atten- trying to pass off your. I'm not eating dog hair again. Attention, well, pubes are nothing. <laughs> Attention students, uh, today's special in the cafeteria is come. Uh, there's side options of shit and piss. Uh, and there's also some taint flavored pubic hair. Go Bills! Go Bills! Get to the kid in the lunch line. Excuse me, are there any peanuts in those pubes? (laughs) You're one of those kids. You know, we have to make such concessions for you. Peanut allergy. Wait, did you say peanut or penis? <laughs> peanut. Peanut allergy. I'm not allergic to peanuts. Why would there be peanuts in food? <laughs> Get out of here. I promise, babe, this place has the best breakfast you're ever going to have. All right. You know me. Breakfast is my favorite meal. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> okay. We just have to wait in this really long line. Tickets are about $85. Wait. I, I recognize. I, is this this place? <laughs> this is the football stadium. <laughs> yes, it is. And it's got the best continental breakfast you can imagine. I don't want to. I don't want to go to a football game. I just wanted breakfast. I know you want to have a good breakfast. So I'm taking you here. It's so expensive. Just again, and what what makes this breakfast so great? It's a win-win for you, and it's a win-win for me. You get your breakfast. I get to watch football. Do they have eggs Benedict? That's my favorite dish. It's a continental breakfast. Do continental breakfasts usually have eggs Benedict? I have been to one that did have eggs Benedict. <laughs> Where? It was uh, it was a hotel in Phoenix, <laughs> and it was it was remarkable because the was rest the of it was very made in house. Uh, I don't know, but it tasted great, and it, it? and it even had like little paprika sprinkles on it, like it should have. And it, it was it was honestly, it took me aback. I I was afraid to have it because it's like, why would an eggs Benedict be <laughs> at a continental breakfast hotel? That's what I'm saying. Phoenix? Did you feel good after you ate it? Yeah, it felt it, it felt great to have eggs Benedict. Well, how were the eggs poached? They were poached. They were good. They were runny. But soft, medium, hard. Yeah, probably like medium. So it was. So they got every in the continental breakfast. I, every egg was poached perfectly. It, it was a dish full of composed eggs Benedict, English muffin. That's besides the point. Yeah, okay? we're gonna order. Um, oh, we're in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you have any eggs Benedict here? Sorry, there's been a rain delay. We're not serving food until uh, the rain lets up. <laughs> a rain delay. You're not serving food. Yeah. Well, we've only got enough food 
food to cover for the length of the game. <laughs> if we serve the food now, we'll run out of food before the game is over. I thought continental <laughs> breakfast has never ran out of food. Well, con- uh, the technical uh, continental breakfast rules is 8 to 11, and it's 10.30. So you're lucky that I'm doing the rain delay rules and not the hotel continental breakfast look, rules. Look, look, my husband promised me an amazing breakfast. And, and you'll get one. You know as soon as this rain lets up. <laughs> you know what, sir? What? I don't know you at all. But I... guys putting tarps over the food in the back. <laughs> the rain's not going to get... They're running with ponchos on to do it. I don't know you, sir, but I hate your guts. <laughs> I Cheryl, hate your guts. What? I'm, I'm hangry now. Oh, you're, you hate my guts? Yes. I didn't make it rain. Well, you're not giving me the food that I... can I... see pans back there with food in them. <laughs> yes, we have plenty of food for the duration of a football game. It's not going to be hot. It's not going to be hot. It's, it's going to be cold. cold. It'll be hot. We cut to... <laughs> They'll be perfectly poached. It's not going to be hot. Uh, we cut to a, a news report later on. Day four of rain as the city is terrorized by pulling... I'm hungry. Washing... I'm here at the stadium. Excuse me. How long have you guys been waiting down here for your continental breakfast? <laughs> as long as the rain started four days. <laughs> wow. Day four. Uh, you guys must be hungry. I'm hangry. <laughs> uh, tell it to Joe Pesci. Uh, <laughs> what? Mike, where is he? <laughs> Wait, Get him over here. Isn't that from a Snickers commercial? <laughs> oh, now I understand. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> do you okay. hate? Do you hate his guts? I hate, hate your him? guts. Why? I swear oh, to God. Why oh, solely as my soon as guts. I get a bite of food, those eggs I'm gonna are gonna be so fucking cold. kill They're you. They're gonna be so They're hot be and so perfectly cold. poached. You heard it down here, folks. First, this place is wet, and no food is out. Oh, back to the studio. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Dale. Uh, as you've heard, uh, this is day four of the torrential downpour. Uh, everywhere across the world has been experiencing four straight days of rain, as it seems like climate change has finally come to a head. We sent our reporter to the stadium. <laughs> that was our weatherman. Yeah, we we chose to send send him to a stadium. The world is in chaos, and my producer Rick. Decided to stand our weatherman to the football stadium. Okay, okay cut to commercial. Hey. Yeah? Um, I got bad news. What? Well, we didn't put the food on rain delay and we're all out. Oh, <laughs> fucking hate your guts. <laughs> you hate my guts? I hate your guts. God, I just want some damn food and I wanted to stop raining. <laughs> well, I don't know what to tell you. We should have abided by the stadium's rules, but we ate all that food and it kept raining and now we're out of food at the news station. <sighs> so you're not getting your sandwich. No. Well, I guess I could eat my own shit. <laughs> Where did that come from? I'm sorry, I grew up. No, in, we were I grew up in Buck. <laughs> we are. We're out here. I'm sorry for you listeners out there. I just want to apologize. I I I grew up in Buffalo until I was ten, and sometimes it just it comes back. All right, let's get in back to the meat part of the podcast. Um, Allison, you're up. Uh, cool. Uh, I'm going to tell a plane story. Uh, this was this was about this was at the the uh, last GCM that was in New York. Um, so it was I was coming back, and this was the, my first flight I was ever on by myself. 
um, yeah, like I've always traveled with another person. Uh-huh. So it was my first flight alone. And it was like, I was already like super sleep deprived because uh, no one sleeps at DCM. You're just up all night. And so it's like the last day and I left it. I had like a flight that took off at like eight o'clock. And so I get on, I get, and I'm just ready to like put a movie on, go to bed. And I was super excited for it. And I was between like two very quiet, quiet people who just like said nothing. And then this lady comes up to me and I was like, uh, she's like, excuse me, are you traveling alone? And I was like, oh, no, they're going to ask, like, the flight's full. They're going to ask me to, like, stay an extra night or whatever. She goes, um, I need you to move to the back of the plane and sit next to this little boy because uh, uh, children cannot travel alone and sit next to an unaccompanied uh, or like an unaccompanied minor can't sit next to an adult male. And so they had to move Weird. him and switch him with me so that I had to sit next to the kid. So I was like, yeah, that's fine uh, until I get back there. And it's this kid. They gave him like packets of sugar and his like licking his hands and like eating candy and starts slapping my screen, touching my legs like just an, a total nightmare. This he's kid 17. Is just, <laughs> yeah, he's 17. How old? You, how old is he? He was probably like eight, eight years old. Eight? Like five to eight, I would say, like in between there. And he's just like a loose cannon. And like another flight attendant like sees this happening and is just kind of like, oh no. And he's like, he sees like the kid like punching my screen, like touching my leg. And he, and then uh, he like looked around the plate and he's like, hey, I found a like an empty seat if you want to move. Like, and, and I was like, yes, please. Like, that'd be great. Um, so he like <laughs> gets me and I move. I have a question real quick. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh, we'll get to the- So when you sit down next to this kid, are you like headphones in? Like yes. trying to be like, I'm on, doing my own thing. Put a movie on. And then he starts hitting my screen for my movie. So you didn't do anything like, hey, what's up? No, I didn't say I do him at all. I, I would have done a little bit of that. To I, my own he detriment. Didn't, he didn't speak any English also. Well, Josh, you wouldn't have had the opportunity. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's right. I couldn't. <laughs> like, Can I go up and introduce myself to he, that little kid? Yeah, he didn't. He couldn't talk. Like, it was very, it was it, like he, I don't know if, I don't know if there's like, like uh-huh. he was just like. I get you. I don't think, I don't know if he was, he didn't speak English, but he didn't say a word the entire time, but he was like making noises and like hitting the screens and stuff. So they end up moving me and, um. Uh, I'm, and then, uh, I get up and I follow the guy and there's one guy who's like this, he's this old white man who's probably like 70 something and he's sitting here. There's a seat in between. And then there's another guy who is just like staring at this man and this man is like talking straight at him and they go, uh, uh, she's going to actually going to sit in the seat right here. And then the old man goes, Oh great. You came just in time. I'm explaining the history of the female orgasm. And I'm like, back to the kid. (laughs) You gotta be kidding me. It all started back in 1985. (laughs) (laughs) So I we go, thought it was a myth. I just kind of like sat down and I was like, all right. Uh, and I like put my headphones back on and I what go back to the thing. First thing to say, sorry. I cannot imagine in my whole life a woman I've never met coming back and be like, oh, great timing. We're talking about the female. <laughs> that man assumes she would be interested in talking oh, to these two old it men. Gets about it gets better. So, well, the guy next to me doesn't say anything. And I don't even know if he like was really paying attention. And, um, and then, so I sit there, I put my headphones on, put the movie back on, close my eyes to make it. And he just is like screaming over me. And then he hits me and he goes, you interested in this at all? And I go, what, dude? And I go 
no, not at all. And then I get up to go to the bathroom because I was like, I'm just trying to avoid this. And the flight attendant comes up to me and he goes, I am so sorry. I thought that would be a better situation than the kid. And he's oh just like, God. and I, it's just like, and what's the reason all this is even funnier is because uh, the person that they had to switch me with was Edgar and he heard the old man talking to me too. And he texts me and goes, I am so sorry. This is Edgar Montplazier? Yeah. Edgar should have taken the old man spot and you should have gone back to the regular <laughs> Back where I was. That was the thing I was like mind blown by was I was like, why did they have to put anyone next? Like they didn't end up, the kid didn't end up sitting next to anyone. So they basically moved me twice and there was an extra plain spot anyway so they could have just had edgar sit next to the old man and i could have kept my silent seat and taken a nap instead and then this man proceeds to eat a tuna sandwich and a caesar salad with our boiled <laughs> eggs caesar salad with our boiled eggs and anchovies on it was it tuna salad or just like seared tuna no he ate a tuna sandwich and then or ate a caesar guy? salad or and Caesar salad with our boiled eggs and anchovies. It smells so uh, bad. I just got done with some nice uh, female orgasm talk. Uh-huh. Better have two different fish flavored things in my mouth. <laughs> Fuck that guy. What a the most insane flight I'd ever been. Uh, this is so to crazy. New York. This was coming back yeah, from DC. I'm so I was back, exhausted sorry. and like I was just sitting there like, yeah, how is this happening to me? <laughs> Two of the worst things you can eat on a plane. The same meal. Are your listeners going to know DCM? Del Close Marathon? Yeah. <laughs> I'm most of them, yeah. Joking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it was nuts. <laughs> uh, worst I had on the way back from DCM was... <laughs> I went back with Jake and I was drunk and I fell asleep. I farted up the whole plane and, and Jake had his, a woman put her bags under his. Thing. A woman brought a four carry-ons and put two of them on my feet. Wow! Oh my God. <laughs> like probably because probably because she felt like she could because you were had you were friends with me. Yeah, she also sat between us and Josh went over her head to hit me with one of those extendable paper cone things they give out on New Year's Eve. Whipped me with it across the aisle. I was very drunk. It was uh, insane. <laughs> All right, back to that though. Uh, back to you guys. Don't you think it should be illegal to have a kid? I feel like if you can't accompany a kid, a kid, I agree. <laughs> but if you can't accompany traveling that alone, kid, yeah, because well, yeah, it was. I didn't know that that was a thing. The reason it's a law is because there were like adults like touching kids, like uh, like so they you it has to be a female sitting next to. Uh, minor that's unaccompanied and i was like it's so insane to me that like people do that and then they get away like it's been I, so I creepy see, but i can see some situations like emergency situations where you have to send send a kid for some important uh life event or something and you can't accompany them for some reason Absolutely. but i i would uh if i could monetary wise like find someone and you know, pay for their way to go with my child. Sure. Like either yeah. like a, a close friend or my some family member. Member, Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to a female stranger. I, w- I would prefer a uh, a male friend than a female stranger because you just don't know who this person is. It could be uh, Allie. For- yeah, what if I was a creep? <laughs> yeah. What if you're just like, oh, you could touch my legs but make your hands stickier. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, very important question. What time was this flight? It was like seven p.m. It wasn't oh, okay. even like a crazy like. 
it wasn't like I took a weird red eye flight or anything. Yeah. Like it, it was like a normal houred flight. It was just wild. Did you clock the kid when you got off the plane? Did you like see like, <laughs> like who who was there? Uh no, uh no, like someone the like lady took him off the plane. Like, I see. but the thing was, I was like, just have him sit with like the flight attendant back there because there was no no one sitting there. Yeah, they were like, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, they were like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> Put him yeah. in the window seat and then like two suitcases, in, like <laughs> yeah. block him off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it was also like there were so many people traveling alone on this flight, and I was just like, why was I the one that they targeted to be like this girl will go sit next to this kid? <laughs> Uh, yeah, hi. Uh, yeah, this, here are my two tickets. I think I'm on this flight. Great. Uh, I'm also traveling with uh, nine-year-old uh, Jeffrey here. And I just want, uh, he's actually, I'm not a pedophile. Um, wow, well, bad wow. start. No, I'm, <laughs> bad start, uh, No, Rick. it's a good start uh, because um, <laughs> my friend Johnny, uh, he wanted me to travel with his son instead of a stranger because... I'm not a pedophile. Quit saying that. <laughs> Can I just say, I don't want a problem. I want this plane to go off Does on time. Does not, not come through? Uh, I, I No, I'm it is. proud of just the just shouldn't mention it. You know what I mean? I'm just very proud of it. Okay, but yes, I You're won't proud mention of it not, to hold you on, again. Hold on. the tickets away. <laughs> You're proud of not being a pedophile? God. Yeah. This is like just... You know when you like bother a cop when they're about to get off work? No. <laughs> like, I don't want to do this paperwork right now. But you're saying all the wrong cop. stuff. I would never interact with a cop at all because I've never touched a kid. And that's why <laughs> I'm taking Jeffrey to Atlanta for um, the big Hawks game. Excuse so me, sir. Um, yeah, Jeffrey. Th- th- I've never had sex with this man. Thank <laughs> you. How does he know that? Because I keep telling God. him we're not having I sex. Know, I know what sex is. Uh, I am Jeff- raised in a sex-positive household. And yes. I can say... A hundred percent that I have never had any sort of sexual relation with this man. Thank you. Oh my God! You could have just said you were his dad, and I would have let you on the fuck off, my dad. That is not the relationship. That's weird. Okay, I'm simply a non-pedophilic adult companion. Okay, you know what? It's fucking eleven thirty p.m. I just need to get people on this red eye. I got to go home. I had a long day. Why are you monologuing? Just I okay. Here's your tickets. Okay, I'm fine. You. You're a family friend. You're not a pedophile. I have the information on how to use my penis sexually. <laughs> I I'm, I'm not able to do it, and I've never done it with this man, Jeffrey. <laughs> Jeffrey, buddy, I think that. Do you have any? I think. Uh, do you have like a phone or a movie to watch or something? Why don't we get you some headphones, buddy? What? A- I, I think I'll be a good person to comp- entertain and companion. Excuse me. Um, can I, are you sitting in that middle seat? Uh, I'm in the window. You're going to have to move me. I'm a single white male traveling alone, and I might diddle this kid if he's next to me. <laughs> I wouldn't, but the law says that I might. Even the, fact that, <laughs> even the fact that you're worried about it tells me you're not. Can you just not? You're going to have to move me, probably wanna... to business or first class, because this kid is <laughs> sitting I'm right gonna... next to me, and look at me. I'm a white guy. Uh, I, 
It's only a problem if the kid is alone and he's got another person with him. I have some uh, drinks here. Just going to get some drinks for you guys. Uh, I'm going to need you to take the glass and hand it to the child. This, you know, I'm not roofing him. So that I you want me to do it? Well, not I you. mean, if I, not me, right? I, mean, I shouldn't even be sitting here. A woman Sandy. has to hand him the drink. A woman has to hand him the drink. Sandy. <laughs> we haven't even taken off the fucking flat <laughs> runway yet. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> Why are you coming I'm... in with this shit? Someone might think I'm what? date raping the kid. We don't. I can't You're give him the authority fair. figure. I can't give him the drink. Excuse <laughs> me. Damn it. We put one boy in this plane and we're all melting down. The, man, the child is with me and I want the plane to know I am not a pedophile. Stop. I'm also not a pedophile. Can one of you non-pedophiles put my two bags on the kid's feet? I don't want to. If I do it, I'll be a, a executed for sure. I'll in the court of law. Thank you. God. Yeah, put my can two I bags on it. The, can I please get through it? Your seatbelt works like this. There's a clasp the end, and then there's the buckle end. Oh. Why don't we just have that kid show us his butthole, and we'll all not be aroused by it? It won't turn me on. <laughs> me neither. We're not doing that. We're, oh, you want me to show him my butthole? We want to prove. We want everyone to prove that they're not turned on by the butthole. <laughs> I don't consider my butthole sexual at all. Why don't we just uh. do this? I want to see two buttholes. One is the child's and one is an adult, and I'll show you I'll get hard on the child. Oh, no. On the adult. I will have a reaction to the adult. Okay. Okay. Uh, just a quick show of hands. <laughs> Who on this plane is a single white man? Everyone oh, on this plane. <laughs> Every, okay, <laughs> just so we know. We're going to fucking Vegas. It's going to be <laughs> bachelor party. Ah. All right, I happen to have a picture of a child's butt. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, ma'am, uh, again, I am so sorry about the first two hotel rooms we had you booked in here. Uh, you know, the first one, the bathroom didn't work, and the second yes. one, the TV didn't uh, I assure you, this this hotel room is going to be a much better situation for you. Okay. I'm just, I'm truly exhausted. I would love to just go to bed. Okay, great. So, uh, open up. You can see uh, it's a much bigger room. Uh, there are the two live wires hanging <laughs> above the bed. Two live wires. Yes. Again, a, a much, a much better situation. than uh, How? Well, you have a functioning bathroom and you can entertain yourself with a TV. You just have to. <laughs> you just have to. You just have to sleep real flat and you're fine. Yeah, I mean, listen, listen. Just lay. When make I, yourself. Make yourself lay flat. I I would rather just stay in the room with a broken TV and just take a discount at this point. I, I'm not going to sleep with live wires hanging. I will not have you unentertained in our hotel. Man. Okay, but I don't want to die. Let me, I, I, listen, okay, I let love me just to sleep let flat, me just, but I cannot sleep. Let flat. me just. This is out. Okay, yeah. Okay. Still, yeah. Okay. I, I have another room. I have another room. You know what? It's probably going to be a better situation for you. He opens the door. Hey, I'm Marty. I'm the juggler. <laughs> this is Marty the juggler. <laughs> yeah. I'll be providing your entertainment. Uh, so don't mind me. I'll just sleep, be sleeping in the other queen. Uh, but at any time you need to juggle or you need to talk or whatever. He starts juggling hard-boiled eggs and then <laughs> pops them all in his mouth. I don't need the entertainment. I will I will sleep any, anywhere else. You can take me back to the wire room. <laughs> hey, what's wrong? Are you serious? 
Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm Did not you see, gonna... not see me eat those eggs? Yeah, no, I saw that, and that was part of the reason he I He was juggling three hard-boiled eggs, and he ate them. Why would I want this? Okay. It's, and it's better than the wires, I thought. I would like the room with the broken TV. Johnny, come in. Johnny, are you uh, 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 trying to find a room? Yes, this is Johnny. The Go raccoon Johnny. nest is open. <laughs> okay. The what? The raccoon nest is open. Okay. Uh, I'm going to okay. take you to the next room. I'm not going to put you back in the broken TV. I'm not going to put you. You've already expressed such uh, negativity towards the other rooms. I will find you a room that is a better situation Can I ask for you. you something? Is it the vest or am I creeping you out or what? You just threw a hard boiled egg and you swallowed it whole in your mouth. I worked on that. And, and Marty, I've told you, your act is better with pants. <laughs> excuse me, excuse me. Best no pants is a little too you. Donald Duck for me. You. Okay, I'm, uh, are you work here? Uh, yeah, if you could just... Uh, My card's uh, not working. I'm in the wire room. It's a room designed like all the abandoned buildings, buildings in Baltimore in the show The Wire. <laughs> yes, I know The Wire. <laughs> yeah, this isn't working. It's a... Screwdriver. All right, you know what? I can I can uh, handle this uh, on the way to the next room if you both will follow me down the hall. Uh, all right, Johnny, go for Johnny. Is the Marty the juggler room open? Yes, it is. Okay, we've got a honeymoon couple who like it. <laughs> okay, just let Marty know he has to reload on eggs. Okay, thank you. Okay, I ma'am. know. <laughs> what? No, I, I I just wanted to make sure you had eggs ready to go when the the then new ask people me. Show Don't up. bring management into it. Okay, well he was on the walk. Okay, if, and we're walking. <laughs> I'm we're sorry. Walking. I just I need to make a phone call to my work who's putting me up at this hotel. Uh, real quick. There is a phone in the next room. Okay, great. I'm great. gonna use the phone. Great. Uh, so here is uh, I will get your card as soon as I place her in the room. <sighs> And here we are to the next room. Uh, as you can see, there is the phone, and it is floating in the middle of the water. Tom, be- what is this shithole? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, it works. Hey, what are you talking? Hello? Yeah, Tom, where did you put me? I put you in. I put you right downtown, right in the middle of the action. Yeah, hey. this hotel is fucking nuts. How how the sales meeting go? By the way, it went really great. We sold the company. I'm. You it's, sold. I- <laughs> oh, we 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 cut back to the meeting. So you want to sell your company? <laughs> Yes, we would love to sell it. I'll buy it. Okay, uh, we're looking to sell it for $7.2 billion. Can you do $1 less? <laughs> yes. We see that she's Sold. like doodling. Uh, she's done a little drawing of her in a hotel bed with little hearts over She's not really paying attention. <laughs> Great. Sold for $1 less than $7.2 billion. Great. Thank you so much. Back to the phone call. You're a fucking... Out of your mind. I'm out of a my mind. A dollar less. <laughs> Learn to negotiate. A dollar less. I'll give you the fucking dollar. The place you set me up in. I just had to watch a guy swallow a whole hard-boiled egg. Had to. That's Marty. He's great. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, tell us this. I'm, I'm sorry. Did you say out of mime? We're not out of mime. We have many mimes. Oh, speed dating, right? This is crazy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't normally do this type of thing. But, I know me neither. <laughs> um, uh, um, are you interested in like talking about like <laughs> vagina at all, or what? <laughs> like uh, vaginal orgasms? <laughs> what? Quiz me. <laughs> I know we just got to get right to the heart of it. You probably want to just get right to that kind of stuff. What about me makes you think that? I don't know. Do I? It's a speed date. You get to know someone. Yeah, like, like you even asked me where I, what I do for a living, what my yeah. hobbies are. Blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> I do know one thing for sure. <laughs> I know about vagina stuff. Fine. Okay, I'll ask buy me something. It. Where's the clitoris? 
But, uh, <laughs> I said, I'm talking about. Can we? When is the beep gonna happen? <laughs> okay, speed. <laughs> ding ding. Uh, hold so on, he's on his phone. <laughs> All right, everyone, everyone, switch. Uh, shit. Uh, God. Hi. Hi. Hello. Uh, that is crazy, right? Doing speed dating. And stuff. <laughs> I never do this. <laughs> me neither. Um, ask me any question about. Uh, let's just get right to it. Ask me any question about the vagina except clitoris. <laughs> What? What? Oops. <laughs> no. Sorry. We uh, prematurely hit the ding. Go back to the original person you were talking to. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I think I blew that one. <laughs> hey. Um, yeah. Uh, I forgot the question, but ask me any. Ask me another question. Where's the clitoris? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Well, I mean, that's just an easy one, actually. Let's get into the hard stuff, right? Yeah, the why clitoris. Don't you answer that one, and then we'll move on to the hard stuff. It's. Uh, but an inch below the belly button. <laughs> Ding. No, okay, no, no. Now speed. I stay All right, guy. no way. Okay, speed. Was that right or wrong? Was that right uh, or wrong? That means that my toaster strudel's done. <laughs> Keep on speaking to each other. The clock is still on. Why? Do you have? A, what would you say? You have to switch. I thought they said the that toaster strudel <laughs> is done. This is the second these. update on that. Strudel. Oh, great! Um, you think that the clitoris is one inch below the belly button? Yeah. So if we were to have sex, you would touch me one inch below the belly button on my stomach, and you think that that would make me come? I know it would. <laughs> I know it would. And just to remind all you speed daters, this event is happening next to the Hotel Desk Bell Convention. <laughs> Sorry for the confusion. Uh, I'm sure there will be more confusion. Whoa, look at that desk bell. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. No, oh, no, we Turns have out to I was switch. right. Someone was listening. False alarm. <laughs> um, so what do you do for work? Um, I am a vagina doctor. <laughs> God. <laughs> you call it. We we cut to his practice. Uh, it just, it's, it's doctor, like, please. It's like a peanut stand, like kiss, kissing booth stand. Yeah, and you're sure uh, you're a vagina, doctor? I'm positive. Okay. I, uh, all right. Um, yeah. Wait, why are you looking at... Why are you looking at my belly button with a magnifying glass? <laughs> I'm trying to see if the pussy work. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, um, hey, hey, uh, my kid won a soccer game. Can we put this plaque on your wall? Uh, fine, go for it. It's very limited space as it is just a little booth. <laughs> Uh, I'm, you, you know what, doctor? I'm, I'm going to find a, a, a different doctor. Why? Well, because I don't believe you're, uh, you're a gynecologist. Honey, did you a find what? out your pussy works? <laughs> I'm trying, Ernie. I'm sorry. You think I'm a gyro hootie? What's it? You came here. If you're another one of those people that came here for a lamb sandwich, you're in the- <laughs> You guys have lamb sandwiches here? <laughs> we cut to a Guido Hoots, what's it, Coots it? Uh, uh, yeah, you came to the right place, ma'am. I, uh, hey, great. You don't want to go to that peanut style doctor ever again, uh, whatever it was, right? No, no, that was uh, obviously some creep that was yeah. lying. <laughs> uh, so go ahead and uh, get here on the uh, stirrups. <laughs> What are you? What are you doing? I'm a gyno. Who's a Watsa? No, I need a gynecologist. Slams the symbols between his knees together. I just need. You're a just a, you're just a one man band who also does balloon animals. <laughs> and I also a, find out if pussy work. <laughs> we cut to another gynecologist uh, at, at the Buffalo Bills Stadium. <laughs> 
Have you been putting any beer in your pussy? Oh, that's it. Uh, you know what? It was last tailgate. <laughs> and I was I was eating my own shit and I was doing a beer bunk in and out of my ass. And you know they probably got mixed in. Yeah, and you, it's have a, you, you have a UTI. It's a UTI. I thought so. Ugh. Now I'm going to have to drink cranberry piss. <laughs> so Don't worry. Everyone who lives in the pills area has UTI. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Oh, how about that season, <laughs> three and thirteen for ten years in a row? It Not feels like good. you see that they're just trapped in a closet. Uh, so, um, uh, I think I heard the doorknob click from the outside. Oh the no! Door opens. Hey, can I keep this kid in here? There's a bunch of <laughs> single white men in the locker room. Oh, I'm a woman, but I'm a registered sexual predator. <laughs> Awesome. Well, let's uh, let's wrap this up. Thank you all so much for being on. Yeah, thank you so well, much. That was insane. Yeah. Uh, I know you're you got uh, goofballs, a football podcast to plug collectively. Yeah. Goofballs, a football podcast uh, comes out between the the day of Tuesday and Wednesday. Okay. <laughs> okay. So uh, every week we talk about fantasy football and we have guests on and. Uh, I mean, can we plug the fact that we just had Mina Kimes of ESPN in an episode yeah. that will never air? Because I got, love Mina Kimes. She's one of my favorite. It was a very fun episode. Yeah. It was very fun. Not the best way to plug your show to immediately <laughs> talk about the technical errors um, because we can't, we can't, we can't, uh, uh, what is it called? We can't stockpile episodes. We have to do it every week because yeah. we're talking about the NFL. Um, but Mina will come back again. And uh, we have a lot of great guests coming up. And we talk about football, but we also talk about food uh, during Allie's Snack Corner. Uh, <laughs> we we talk about, we, we get into a bunch of shit. Yeah, we football. really, it's it's uh, it's fun podcast because we use uh, the NFL as a starting off point. Yeah. Uh, so we talk about everything in and out of the NFL. Yeah. Great. Uh, any individual stuff? Twitters? Instagrams? Uh, yeah. Uh, starting October 10th at three cl- at the three clubs, come to Dear Jerry Seinfeld the Musical. I'll be playing uh, George Costanza. Really? <laughs> it's going to be very fun. Uh, and it'll be Thursdays at oh 8 for the next two months. So come to that. That's uh, amazing. It's going to be very fun. And Allie just got on a UCB Herald oh, team. Yes, come to Herald yeah. Yeah. yeah, congrats. Sure. Hell yeah. Clock, uh, next Monday. You Woo. got that meat boost. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone who comes on the meet gets on here all night. It's a fact, Joe. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, um, Johnny, anything? Uh, follow me uh, on social media at JJS Comedy uh, and come see me performing uh, with uh, UCB faculty uh, and Josh Simpson himself uh, at Teachers Lounge uh, every other Tuesday at ten thirty at UCB Sunset. Excellent. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Kenneth Arthur S. I have a blue check mark. Hey. Hey. Oh my god uh, <laughs> I, I do a video series on YouTube It's been a month since the last video It's called Commentary on Commentary um, I cut down movies I take the DVD commentary track And I cut it into a best of list Of like 120 facts about Final Destination It's based on the commentary track And I do a little. I do a lot of fun puns and stuff in there uh, It's a uh, cool. passion project Yeah, uh, And I'm working on 
getting the next video out here as soon as possible uh, and goofballs. And, uh, you know, if you happen to be a Seahawks fan, fieldgoals.com. I don't know where that Venn diagram exactly hits, but uh, <laughs> you get some yeah. Hawks fans, I'm sure. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, I was yeah. on an episode of that, what, two years ago? Uh, yeah, what was it? Yeah, it was a year or two ago when I was starting to experiment because I do a podcast about the Seahawks every week and I was starting to experiment with bringing comedians comedians in to talk about the team as they were preparing to play that team and they were a fan of that team and you're a Packers fan mm-hmm. so that I am. the Seahawks were playing the Packers uh, but uh, yeah so that is that's neither here nor there but I got some football stuff alright well great thank you so much for listening uh, oh do you want to do your stuff uh, come to work gross with Gilly and check out bitch in a herald team uh, great I'm at Mr. Josh Simpson on Twitter Josh Simpson on Instagram oh uh, I got one more sure if we're talking about improv do sex machina a two prov show uh, we just did our 80th. Uh, if you're an improviser and you've got a two-prov team in L.A., uh, two-person improv teams, uh, you can find us on Facebook, Deuce X Machina, um, and you can submit. And we're always looking for new teams, uh, duos, improvisers. Uh, we're at the Inner Sanctum, the Clubhouse, and Moving Arts. Great. Awesome. Um, I'm at Mr. Josh Simpson. Josh Simpson on Instagram. I got some new workshops workshops coming up where you use improv to write characters and sketches. And also one that's my regular thing where focus on individual goals. And then one that's for beginners. So you don't have to have any experience due to my Saturday 11 to 2 class starting in October. Uh, All that can be found at joshsimpson.biz or in my Instagram uh, profile, Josh Simpson. Uh, Meets on Patreon, patreon.com slash meet improv. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Uh, The meet, the meet, improv. podcast for more information and shows visit boardwalkaudio.com don't forget to rate and subscribe now